Can you guys do it? All right, recording, recording, recording. Yes, shout out to Nose. Nose. <laughs> Guess the No, I'm about to record the show. Got us. Guess the parents. Hold up, hold up. You're now live in the you're now you're 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 now live in the mix with your DJ. Oh, shit. New episode oh, alert. Shit. Oh, my, oh, 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 oh my god! Trying to be it's great, so be great appreciate. Shout out to my guy Julius Smith. New album just came out. Triple G. That record is crazy. This record is crazy. This is called Melody. Smith man. Now on four. What up? Reparations, reparations, they ripped our roots out the soil. We got issues with separation, anxiety, traumatic memories, sworn enemies. Dodged a few felonies and turned them into melodies. I digress. I hate the snow, so I fly west Like a free slave, I gotta go, I gotta go Civil rights movement was moving, but some of us didn't know Rosa Parks was on that bus, but plantations be in isolation Niggas picking cotton, not knowing times are wasted And apparently we had Central Park looking so central dark That they had to take the wealth and prosperity Melody's still playing 40 acres in the mule, they promised they still paying But we're still waiting Segregated our schools and my eyes were still Satan, but check check out my check out my melody. Now I won't go with us. Check out my melody. Check out my melody. When I come back stronger than ever, Twenty-one grams, what up? Now I won't fall. Word is bond, nah, I mean, I feel like I'm back in 94, bong bong, what's the deal? I'm a man, I'm a king, I'm a cop, before I beg on my knees, I'm a star, on my team, we gon' eat, that's regardless, and keep going hard, that's my word is bond, word is bond, word is bond, word is bond, ayy, word is bond, word is bond, word is Ah, shit. A dream turned that to a hustle. Had the plan first, you gotta trim the fat and the muscle. From a land where a nigga rather clap you than tussle. Understand, drop a single, try and stack it to double. Couple of setbacks, living you learn, so I don't regret that. Was calling on the law and he sent me a text back. Trust, I got your fate in my hands. It's all written, bumping not trying to the world this mission of mine. Throw flames like the hell's kitchen, but this gift is divine. Took time and dedication, blood, sweat, and some tears. Put the mind through elevation, separation from fears. Now I see it like a prophecy. All lies, that's the spirit, that's the pocket. Small fries ain't blocking, no blessings, won't prosper, no weapons. Hope you enjoy the show from a front row section. You know, I'm a star, I'm a man, I'm a king, I'm a god. Before I beg on my knees, I'm a star. You're, 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 you're now live in the mix with your DJ. That's my word is bomb. Word is bomb. Word is bomb. Word is bomb. Hey, word is bomb. Word is bomb. Word is bomb. 21 grams, what up? Now I'm on four. Julie Smith, what up? 
folks, what is going on? <laughs> Welcome to a new episode of the Four Side Podcast. This is your boy Arden talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is your boy Wills. What's up? It's A to the Kazoo. Episode 145 is here. Uh, first things first, thank you guys for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Consistent listeners, first time listeners, last time listeners. Um, follow us on socials at the Foresight Company and at Foresight Company. The first is for IG, the second is for the Twitter. Visit the website, foresightny.com, where you can get everything you need to know about the Foresight regime. And we got a lot of dope stuff that is on the way that you guys would know about, from the content to the music to some merch. Highlight your guala. We got you. Um, Before I even get into shout-outs and all of that, fellas, how have y'all been doing? First things first, are y'all ready for this snowstorm that's about to kick our behinds on Monday and Tuesday? Look, fam. How y'all feel? You know how serious this snowstorm's about to be? This joint's kicking off fresh off of midnight and lasting all day. I I think it's supposed to start at 7, I read. It so might be, hold on, let me let me check let me check the, the weather channel. I didn't even I thought it should be starting on Tuesday because I got a notification. I said, Oh yeah, we were paying for a snowstorm on Tuesday. Nah, Tuesday then my, a light day, my brother. Then my girl telling me now nah, that she's starting on Monday. Then this nigga we was talking about, yeah, you know, I'm going on Monday. I'm like, nigga, what? Huh, I, I work at a school too. I work at a school too outside of this media thing. Yeah, I noticed and I have I, I haven't even acknowledged the possibility of school on Monday. I'm like, yeah, I'm off that day. Yeah, they, 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 they sent, bro. They sent the, they sent the email like probably nine thirty this morning. Okay, wait. They sent the, the uh, email like nine thirty this morning, saying that school was closed on Monday, and um, they're just gonna watch the weather on Monday to determine if school will be closed on Tuesday. I'm waiting for but. mine to do the same thing. I don't know what <laughs> we waiting for. Like this is not even. This is not even one of those storms where it's like, oh, word, it, it, it's like starting up early afternoon and then it progresses. Damn, there's a 49% chance of snow starting at 10 p.m. tonight. <laughs> God damn, yo. And then it only gets worse. We hit basically 100% by 9 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> and then it goes on all day, bro. And I gotta be to work at eight AM to Yo, do snow to do hit, snow removal. You gonna hit like quarter of the snow. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be annoying. Hella windy. Yeah. Hella windy. And it's supposed to keep going up until Tuesday, like basically till like Tuesday night. And even yeah. like the, the decrease in chances, yo, it's Stays up until fifty three percent until six p.m. Tuesday. Fam, first of all, the fact that last like last year, like this, like the the seasons was just on some next shit. Where like they wasn't acting how they were supposed to, and all of a sudden this year, these these smacking the fuck out of us. Summer smacked the fuck out of us. Spring smacked the fuck out of us. Fall smacked the fuck out. Of- I'll keep cursing my nose. Matter of fact, I'm sorry. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that. Ain't no wind, no wind is smacking the hell out of us. Like it's really wild. This, this is really wild. Nah, I wasn't expecting this. I really wasn't. Yeah. Now, nah, only person that was expecting this was my mom. I don't know how, but she said like before winter came, she was like, "Yeah, we're gonna have a crazy winter this year." 
I'm like, okay. Mm, mama knows best. <laughs> no, no, that, that, that's, that's, that's the spirit talking right there. <laughs> uh, I don't like the, the, the season was like, oh, we going to come back with y'all something crazy. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. We're going to show you something. Just, just watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just watch. But yeah, but uh, getting to the show today, uh, I'm all show. about, Forsyth, we're all about giving people their rightful credit, you know, or the cooler term I like to use, champion people. So I actually want to give a quick shout out to the Stay Busy podcast, uh, hosted by Armand and Nick, EP'd by Kieran. Uh, not only are they a really dope podcast, well, first of all, they're a really dope podcast that talks a lot about entertainment, business, and a lot of dope stuff within both worlds. Secondly, Armand, uh, who's one of the hosts of it, he's a part of the Forsyth family because he's one for for the commission. So I love for that. And uh, lastly, they have a really dope initiative that they're doing throughout Black History Month because by the time y'all hear this, will be in February. So happy Black History Month in advance. Um, each episode, they'll, they're dedicating it to Black-owned businesses and brands. And I was honored to be chosen as the first guest on behalf of Foreside. And within the show, they just give it up for really dope Black creatives and much more. So shout out, stay busy. And I wanted to do that for, for, for the Foresight Podcast. So I know for me to start this off, I want to give a huge shout out to uh, Revisionary Society, better known for their incredible clothing line, Father Stretch, uh, my bands. Uh, it's really been moving out here, of course. Always dope to see them thrive from the now one four, but cats are really moving nicely out here, man. Salute to the team. Salute to the guys behind that. Gotta love it. Black Dome, Westchester Bass. Salute to those guys, man. What about y'all? Um, oh my bad, uh, Well, I only got like a few. I got um, my girl, um, Kate. She makes masks. She started making masks like during the uh, the first lockdown, Love and she that. has like a little website called Mask Mask by Kate, yo, or I think it's Mask by Kate. A A I T. Um, yeah, and she sells her masks at a decent price. They'd be like $5, $6. And she custom makes every one, like, from hand with her sewing machine. I bought a few. She, um, she, like, even, like, put, like, if you want, like, she'll put your name into the, like, mask, like, stitch it. Like, I got one for Nova, oh. like, a pink bandana, and it has, like, it says nose on it. Um, yeah, and that's, that's really it. Um. That I could think of. Oh, I, I'm not, I got another girl. She does like uh, this hair care stuff. Nice. Hands by Dre. Um, she's dope from my neighborhood. Um, she got like the whole hair growth joint. Um, she just came out with the whole uh, brushing stuff for men. She got the beard shit too. Like it, it's cool. It's dope. I'm gonna need that. Salute to them. I'm gonna need that. Um, I got I got two as well. I got um the first one is by my boy Donovan. Um, he has his own clothing label called Ryo S. Um, you're on Society. He's been dropping some some dope pieces. I don't know if y'all if y'all remember that I used to be wearing like one of the the black, like that Black Panther hoodie. That's one of his pieces. Um, but yeah, that one is dope. And another one, um, another one, my boy Aman. Um, some of y'all might know is another Noma NYC. He's been moving out here. He's been going crazy. So like, just wanna both shout those two niggas out. Absolutely. Salute to everybody that got shouted out. Up. Salute to everybody that will get shouted out over the course of February, man, because we love seeing y'all thrive. Man. Happy Black History Month, Black Owned Business yes, forever. To start this off, at this point, January quickly came through and left as 2021 is in full gear. 
And I'm very curious to know who you guys believe had the best start to the year. I know my answer is really simple to me. I'm going with Chloe. <laughs> you know what? Keep it on it. I was I I can and, and here's the thing. Of course, I've seen the videos and everything in the pics. I, I do. I saw it. I was very impressed. But the truth of the matter is, when you want to talk about successful branding and elevating, she did that. That's my primary reason why. Like, yo, she really she yeah, quickly, bro. Like she re- and she was already talented. Like, don't get this wizard. She will always be known for her great talent with the music. Chloe and, and, and Haley or, or Haley, they're, they're both really, really dope. They really got fire with the music. But yeah. branding wise, in terms of showing off her individuality, man. And she fine. She, yeah. she, she, to me, she had the clear cut best start of the of the year. Come on, that's, that's a fact. fact. I, yeah, that's a fact. I was I was waiting for her to make her own Instagram because I used to like because <laughs> I always knew Chloe was like the the one that had a little bit more sex appeal. So I would always like check up and I'd be like, okay, like I will post this in my story, but I'm not really feeling Hallie in this pic, so I'm not really gonna post it. So <laughs> no disrespect, they're both beautiful. Oh yeah. Um yeah, once she once she did that whole like, oh yeah, I want my own uh IG or whatever. She knew what she was doing. Yeah, we know we knew the time. I'm not gonna lie. When must have started IG, like I knew the time. I knew the time. Look, man, Chloe don't got the don't got the Disney contract, you know. So Hallie does. Hallie does. Hallie. That's why, yo. I'm not laughing. I was like, yo. That's why I see people saying like, oh, I don't got this Disney. I'm like, why the fuck are they saying? <laughs> no, nah, no, no. Because Hallie got the Disney contract. I'll be feeling like, yo, if it wasn't for that Disney contract, I probably feel Hallie would probably be on a similar type of wave. Cause like she's like, her, she got a little bit of sun. It's not like on some like you know crazy shit like the sister is, but. She fine. I know she she got a way that you know she can look good with. You feel me? They probably would have if she ain't have that. They probably would have been some spiritual t- uh, twerk team sisters. Uh. <laughs> that's crazy. Yo, that's wild. Nah, we gonna be twerking for Jesus. I see that. <laughs> nah, but honestly, yo, I think you put it that way. Honestly, only two people come to mind. Yeah, Chloe, and I think another one for me, um, Erica Banks, because that busted challenge. And yo, and it's, it's crazy, like to see where, cause I, I remember when, like she, like when she was first signed, it was like, oh nah, she another man, the stallion, rip off, da 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 da, all the other shit, right? And to see even the same people that was out here clowning her, cause I remember this, there was like a viral tweet that went off, right? The same people that was out here clowning her be the same ones now doing that same button trend, right? That's beautiful to see. So that, 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 I think that's another good one. Like yo, we can say that's another good start to the year. Absolutely, for sure, for sure. Yeah, she. Cause I remember, I think there was a video I remember I saw circulating that uh, when she was performing a record at a club, this might have been was, it was, and like nobody was feeling it. It was like a packed crowd, but nobody was like feeling it. And, they, and the caption was something to the effect of like, "Hey, she's really been working this record, and she really believed in it." Like even when people was there in her face, just like, "Man, whatever." So, yeah, yeah. I, I think Chloe and them definitely, Erica definitely. I mean. For me, it's just that simple. I definitely think the ladies had the better start. Off rip. Off rip. I got, I got um, yeah, them. Um, damn, I kind of got a lady, too. Um, Go ahead. It's, not really, it's not really. I don't think. Well, I don't know. I don't want to jinx it, but I think uh, Coyle Ray. Um, 
She she got a new little song. I don't know if it's out, but it's it's one of them joints on TikTok that's probably gonna blow. Okay. And then like a, I give it like a few more weeks, <laughs> or um, or like a month. She got some she got some challenge on TikTok that goes crazy, and the song is, I don't know, it, it's been stuck in my head for a few days, so <laughs> I no, think it's gonna. No, no, no one's getting ready for the video. Yeah, she did. <laughs> I had I got my phone set up on on her like little ring light thing, so she yep. thought it was time for TikTok. She was like, "Oh, yep. daddy, TikTok." I'm like, yep. "Nah, I'm like, to do this shit." Oh yes, she's getting ready for that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, her and uh uh Dirk, because he came out with that deluxe joint. Mm. Yeah, I think it's good. So I think he's gonna have a good year. So I, 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 I didn't see the video yet, but I've been seeing a lot of niggas talk about that Kanye Crazy song, too. That's Kanye Crazy song and video. So yeah. that, that, that's, that's, I think that's what's kind of, I mean, it's a Dirk song. Like, when you hear the song, it's like, it's like it, it's nothing like, it's it's a good song, but it's nothing like out of his album. But the whole video, and I guess he named it Kanye Crazy, he's stepping out like, he's starting to, he gets, I feel like this year he's going to be like on, like, some shit. Nah, I'm so mad that the, for the actual record, they don't have the whole like uh they don't have like the group of people shouting it like just shouting it out, right? It's, it, it, it's like, so that, disappointing that would be to me. So dope, right? Yeah, it's so disappointing <laughs> to me because I love that. I watched the video to hear the song because I like that part the most. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I watched the video before. Like, I listened to the song just because I want to hear it, but I really like watching the video because I like that part when they got the whole crowd saying it. Pooh Shacy, yeah. that's my dog. But Pooh, yeah. you know I'm really shy. <laughs> yeah, like, I like that song. I heard it, and I just heard Dirk's vocals. I'm like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not the same feeling, right? Yeah, it's not the same feeling, man. I feel like I got to force it. But when we watch the video, I feel like I'm one of many. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like you did. Yeah, like I could like be, I could like hide in a midst of everybody. Like, who's I see this one now? You know, I'm really tasty. Like, oh, man, I love that joint, yo, for real. But yeah, shout out to everybody, man. Start to 2021 for real. January came and went, which was really, really dope. We didn't have to go through the madness of last year, but when yeah. it comes to straight up madness. Yeah, this T.I. and Tiny story is looking crazy. Some platform is going to mess around and do a surviving T.I. and Tiny. Yo. These allegations is wild. Are crazy. It is wild. Uh, real quick for the folks that may not know, reading this article from Vulture right now, rapper T.I. and his wife Tiny have denied claims of sexual assault and facilitating sexual abuse after Atlanta resident Sabrina Peterson posted screenshots to her Instagram story of direct messages from over two dozen alleged victims. Uh, the accusers claim that T.I., born Clifford Harris, and Tiny pressured him to take drugs, to take off their clothes, and to have sex with them or others present. Uh, some said they lost consciousness while with T.I. and Tiny or woke up without remembering the previous night. Uh, this started happening on the 28th, so earlier this week. At one point, she says, uh, Peterson, that T.I. held her at gunpoint, allegedly. Of course, T.I. and Tiny have denied these claims, but um, Peterson is standing her ground, and rightfully so, right, as somebody that is speaking out about this. Mm -hmm. And she basically said in a response to the couple's, excuse me, denial, uh, let's take a lie detector test. Uh, 
AK, upon hearing of this story and seeing its aftermath, how do you feel about this? Um, honestly, like one thing I will say is that after hearing this story, and then you remember that the whole T.I., oh, yeah, you know, I check my daughter's time and shit. Yeah. Like, you know, if, if you got a nigga like that that's that possessive, that controlling their daughter to the point they got to, like, check whether their daughter's origin or some shit, on some dumb next shit like that, it kind of makes me feel like, okay, then this nigga probably also has a situation where he's, like, controlling or a whole bunch of other shit with women. So, honestly, like, like this, this is crazy. And it's not like it's just one person saying something, fam. This is, like, multiple allegations. I mean, there's smoke, there's fire. Two so, dozen, that's that's, that's the best thing I can say, because that's, that's just wild. That's crazy. Two dozen plus one like, come out? Yeah. Like, we made the smoke, this fire. Like, I, I, I know fire. I know T.I. was, like, doing a whole bunch of shit where he was, like, you know, posting up tweets, like, oh, like, yo, see, this shit is fake, this shit is fake, da, da, da. But only, they only did it for, like, a couple of those allegations. And so... Aside from those couple allegations, where like it's where, like it shows that like, oh, it was like some other shit, where like people are just throwing it to like throw it in there. Mm-hmm. And it's just at the end of the day, like I said, it's it's really smoke this fire. There's just too many. There's just too many. Twenty four. That is yeah. nuts. And it's all the same story. Same story. Same story. Same shit. Like, and now not only is that, let me add to the fact that what's the what's the uh, big best friend's name? Even actually fucking went on on IG live. I know what you're talking about. Wrote, she's the uh, you talking about Ti and Tiny's like close friend, right? Yeah. She's the she's the the, the loud mouth thick shorty, right? That was on a reality show. Yeah, that I don't know that, but she came on yeah that one. Fam, yeah. she even went on live and Loki admitted that shit. Like, oh, yeah, she's only mad because they used to like she used to uh um I think she said something about how either I don't know if she was talking about herself or she was talking about the um I think the the Grand University shorty. But she was saying something, oh, she only mad because she used to recruit them girls with Tia and Tiny. That, that's what she said, right? So, again, I know she's talking about herself, she's talking about, you know, that girl. But this even saying those lines, oh, you used to recruit them girls with Tia and Tiny fan. That right there implicates them on some crazy shit. <laughs> like, yo, and, and but come on. That, that, that's just nasty, bro. That's just nasty. Well, so how do you feel? Um, Me? Well, I mean, I already, well, I don't know. I mean, y'all probably, too, we already kind of knew about the whole Ti. And Tiny with the threesome shit, like I heard she always, I heard she was the one who would just like recruit, yeah, like she would recruit girls or whatever. Because there was something like years ago, like about why T.I. wear her and she's ugly. And then it started coming out that, oh, like in Atlanta, like she be like hitting up girls or like she be recruiting girls to have sex with both of them type shit. And I guess it's been like that forever. Nah, it was crazy. I, I remember them shits too. I remember those. Yeah, so, those like, so, and then when the allegations came out, I was kind of like, I mean, they already been talking about it, but they didn't say it was like that. I thought every girl was cons- like consented. To Special, it. So, yeah. like, so then this came out. Uh, I'm like, oh yeah, he's done. They about to make a show on this nigga, like surviving Ti and Tiny and some shit. Ah, it's and it over. Sounds like a joke. Yeah. Like, yo, they're they're big enough to where if they wanted to do this, like, especially they in could. the event that this is true. Yeah, somebody. But when I want to, I want to ask y'all because y'all, y'all, y'all be on. I mean, I be on Twitter too, but y'all more like on it than me. But um, I seen a tweet that um that some of those uh those post was like fake like she was make she started making them up like herself yeah that, that's what i was saying and it was saying like she's kind of like she has like mental like mental health like issues where she like that like she just 
like does a lot of crazy shit or say a lot of crazy shit. And I heard she was like kind of milking it and making up those text messages herself. I don't know if it's true. Yeah, that's I the thing. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, no, but in that regard, because like, I, I think I was saying that earlier, guys, I saw some similar shit like that, because I know, like I said, T.I., he was posting shit up on, I think, Twitter and IG that was, like, on some, like, oh, see, look at this. this is, like, some one girl. Um, It had, like, the message she sent to the grand shorty, right? And then it had, like, a Facebook posting, like, oh, yo, I didn't really did this to see she was posted. That shit crazy. LOL, like, my shit about to go yeah. up. And I, seen, I, and I seen another one where it was, like, they like uh some shorty sent it and then there's a whole text message that's like nah i just wanted to see what she really posted she really did she's wilding for that so i've seen that shit yeah but it's like first of all like again we're going with the rumors that we had where we heard already you know and, and honestly i completely forgot about that shit until you until you said it because i do remember them having rumors about like oh yeah they just be they be having girls for threesomes i always thought that shit was consensual too you know but then like like but even like these you know these 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 shits coming out of like these guys uh of them saying it like oh I'm not. I'm talking about but these uh tweets and these IG posts of Ti coming out saying like, oh no, nah, this shit is fake. I can't lie. It's still like your, your, like the past rumors. You know what I mean? How you talking about your own daughter? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's what I, I can't. I can't really like. I'm not saying I believe it's fake or whatever because like the whole um the whole um the whole daughter thing it kind of blew mine uh for like i i just i wasn't jacking that yeah. i have a daughter or whatever and i think that happened way before my daughter was even born or maybe the same year my daughter was born that that uh story came out but i would exactly. never do no shit like i can't be controlling like that so when this came out i was like oh ti is kind of controlling and then uh like my shorty she's big on like the whole cancel thing so she called me and she was like, oh, T.I. is canceled. Da, da, da. And, uh, uh, I believe all of this. Remember with his daughter, he's so controlling. And da, da, da. I'm like, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I was saying too, because I went on T.I.'s Instagram He's and he's been posting uh, what he would feel to be receipts of like, yeah. confirmation. Like, yo, chicks are lying, da, 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 da. But again, I think AK, you said the best song with what uh, Will said. It's when there's smoke, there's fire. When folks have seen patterns of, you know, very susceptible or just not good behavior, even in an event where you could be innocent, it makes it hard for anybody to, to believe you, let alone be like, well, out of respect for everybody, I still got to wait and see because folks are looking at the patterns. And it's like, again, when you have two dozen people come out like this mm -hmm. it's like what are the chances that two dozen people are lying that the majority of them are lying or like half of them are lying like that's like maybe like two three of them might be lying but at the end of the day like nobody would want to see this situation play out regardless but if it had happened you will probably be see i know i have, have a better chance of exposing lies if it was like five of them yeah you know what I mean? Even yeah. that's terrible. But two dozen? That's like, insane. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's then like the, and then like the whole, I seen like a, one of the shorties said something about uh, her like waking up naked between a whole nother couple. She thought she was with T.I. and Tiny and then she woke up. She's like between another couple that T.I. and Tiny messed with. And I guess they just like passed her off like in the middle of the night or some shit. Yeah, she was just drugged, so she don't remember any of it. That shit is nasty. Yeah, 
I should ask you, bro. Yeah, I, I guess as as we move on, man, it's I, I feel like the biggest thing is just people. The social commentary for this is just hopefully seeing people have responsible dialogues with it. But it'd be yeah. so tough because people be having folks who are who they ride with. Folks be very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And like again, like my brothers, I, I, I love us, but on one hand, we can't be uh, supporting black women because one of our sisters got beat up by Chad Willard, the former Seahawks player, and we going up about that. And now everybody want to play detective and investigate twenty four potential sisters who are coming out. Like, yeah. you know, is it Uchi Ma, Is it Uchi Wally or one Mike yeah. with it? Like, we yeah. got to be consistent. And even that's bad because it's like, yo, did y'all only defend Shorty in the Chad Wheeler situation because it was a white dude that beat her? Mm-hmm. Like, y'all didn't go to her defense regardless. Y'all just went because, oh yeah, a white man did it. It's like, wow. yeah. Like- Y'all making it hard. Y'all making it hard for the brothers like us who actually be supporting the sisters and, and believing and being fair because y'all being so inconsistent. Facts. It's a fact. It'd be crazy, man. But shit, I know. I just remember today. There's even a video. No lie. There's even a clip they put on Twitter. Like I don't even know how like real this is. It's like it was, it was definitely Ti in that shit, and there was like a couple other shorties there too. Yeah, I don't know that they didn't look drunk or whatever, but it's just like you. You see that sh- that shit is like yo. It's a lot of a lot of shit can come out of that, fam. A lot of shit. Can yeah. come out of that. You seen that? How they posted the old uh, Rob Kardashian joint? Mm-hmm. Mm, this one, I didn't see that. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, uh, some Wells, go ahead. Yeah, it was something. I think. I, yeah, I guess. I guess Ti had maybe like said something when Rob Kardashian was in the media, all crazy. Yeah, and uh, Rob, I guess, clapped back. I think in a comment on Shade Room or something. I was talking about uh, Black China was telling me about when she used to, I guess, strip, I guess, in Atlanta and her and Tiny used to like uh, have these threesomes with her and shit like that. And I don't know, uh, Rob Kardashian was basically trying to kind of expose him, but nobody really was really paying attention to it because it's Rob Kardashian. Nobody was paying attention to the shit. Gotcha. That's well. We shall see about that and what happens. Uh, up next in the world of business, music business, a couple of these articles really got my attention. The first one being between uh, Lego and Universal. Last year, the two sides had actually uh, announced their partners, uh, their, their partnership, uh, in which the companies promised a new interactive way of inspiring the next generation of fans and creative visionaries. But now, moving forward, they've announced that they're going to make this innovative music video maker experience called Lego Video or Video uh, Video. Uh, it's a unique mashup of Lego elements, mini fig- figures, music, and an augmented reality and a new app aimed at children aged seven through ten. This new app is described in a press release as a brand new way to play that helps children dream big by directing, producing, starring, and, and sharing their own music videos using tracks from across the globe led by chart hits. Wills, how do you feel about that? Oh, wait, one more. You can also create your own band from a collection of new Lego minifigures, which can be customized in different scales through AR technology and the app. Wills, how do you feel about this? Nigga, I'm hyped. Fuck the kids. I'm trying to I'm about to play with this hit myself. 
I'm over here listening to everything you say. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna I'm gonna play with it. Like, of course I'm gonna have my daughter on it. But like that, I mean that sounds exciting. Like that's dope. Like that's dope. Yeah, especially like because it would be something I would want when I was growing up. So that's why I'm like that's why I'm gonna mess with it. Cause it's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> but, that's okay. I think that's dope too. Before I pass it to uh, AK, like I feel like right now more than ever, I do think for those in the music business or those associated with the music business, there has to be more efforts into making more kid friendly and oriented products. You know what I mean? Because again, even though folks can look at other places in social media, there's still a high risk for kids to see things they shouldn't see to potentially interact with those they shouldn't be interacting with. Yeah. So to have a kids based app like this where they can still do what they want with the music they can still do what they want with the videos again as we talk about with wills's daughter you know who is no who is known and comfortable making videos and dancing and having her fun yeah app to me is definitely fire because not only can she still have that same fun but it's going to be a safer space now of course i don't expect under wills's eye for her to be exposed to anything crazy on TikTok, but the truth is on TikTok, there is always that possibility. Yeah. No, it is. Tr- it, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, trust me. That's why, um, like, when she's with me, like, I, like, right now, like, she's not on TikTok, but for example, like, I'll be doing my thing, she'll be on it. And if she's on TikTok and I hear, like, something crazy or the lyrics or, like, if it's too much cursing, I have to run over there, uh, swipe, swipe away. Or there's like an option where you could type, I mean, press the video and it says, don't show me like this type of yeah. like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of annoying to have to always do it when you could just, where it should just be like a setting or just like, yeah. like, like an app just for like, they should have a TikTok kids or whatever, or like mm-hmm. something. I don't know. Not like TikTok, but like, that, I would love that shit, man, especially for my sister. But yeah, I get it. Cause I even had to like take off regular YouTube off her uh, her little tablet and put like YouTube kids because she would get like random ass videos or whatever. But yeah, it's okay. How do you feel? Honestly, I love that shit. I think the best part about it for me is that like you know like label like labels is like the industry as a whole is like finally starting to like get on top of like the music and technology shit you feel me because like mm-hmm. I, I i remember back when like you know the the, the, the huge ass issue of uh illegal downloading and shit and streaming and niggas is really way behind on the curve and they should have been done the whole streaming shit ahead of time you know what i mean but now it's like they finally on some shit where it's like instead of like just you know being behind on the curve or waiting for some shit to happen they not all right but we're gonna create some shit right now like niggas already people like all right uh, TikTok is a great place for music discovery. That's a part of with TikTok now. You know, niggas already peeped out like, oh, yo, you know what? Because of TikTok and shit, maybe we can do some shit with the kids. Like, kids, kids love, uh, love our shit. I'm pretty sure kids are like a huge driving force behind all these challenges, too. You know, honestly, but, like, it's just seeing like that Friday finally getting that collaboration shit right. That shit is tough. I love that. I love that. Yeah, yeah for real. Shout out to all of them, man. That to me is really, really dope. It's a long time in the making. And from there, it's just all about keep it going and making sure that when it actually launches it can be uh might be too strong of a word but it's like you got to make sure it's policed properly yeah you know what i mean because that's the thing about tiktok tiktok wasn't meant for all these adults on there 
It was meant for the youth. You know? yeah. It was meant for the young kids to the teenagers, and then it became this thing where you have all sorts of adults who create this content, you know what I mean, at all walks of life that are using it now. I mean, heck, I've even seen on, like, my, uh, on whether it's the, like, like the For You page, which is, like, a random, random collection of videos that they'll send you, even if you hadn't liked videos like this, it's like, all right, you got this shorty come through, and, like, she uses the videos to dance, do what she does, because she's on OnlyFans. And it's like, yo, I don't have no history of liking these videos on TikTok. Right. Like, exactly. how is this going up on my For You? I see that, too. I was like, girls is promoting OnlyFans on TikTok now. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, the, and, it, of course, all love to the Only Dan- uh, to the OnlyFans, to the dances and all that. But it's like, yo, fam, how is this getting in my algorithms? Like, I, I haven't liked these. I haven't liked these videos to get this. And it's crazy. And it's crazy because funny enough, they be policing them hard. Chicks be trying <laughs> to use it to get funny and to dance to do all of these stuff. And yet they put in their bios like, oh, man, I can't post until this point. <laughs> I'm like, this ain't for you. This ain't for you. This ain't your lane. Twitter's already going crazy on y'all. Yo, that's a fact. But you know too, like, the, the shit that interests me that they said was, like, how they, you can create, like, your own, like, band members. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, I, got, I kind of got hyped with that when you was like, yeah, like that, that's just on fire. So that makes me feel like, yo, like, like, are you gonna start seeing some shit like where it's like, um, like it's basically you got like virtual artists, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I, like, I know for example, like in Japan, like I know they got the whole Vocaloid shit, but they got their own like kind of like virtual artists and shit like that. And like in this shit, I was like, yo, this, this gonna be a, like an actual thing now when niggas gonna make their own Lego band niggas, like have a Lego Jimi Hendrix or some shit, make an original what music. It, and what if they get taken seriously? Like, Exactly. What if, what, if that, what if that becomes like the new thing? Like, yo, I could come up with a virtual artist, make music for the artist. Now, like let, me get out, let me get out of this because this is going to be too deep of a rabbit hole. Like, it's yeah, going to have to start thinking of some shit. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yo, that's some real futuristic shit, fam. Nah, that's all, yeah, that's interesting as hell. I can see it. Like, I can really see it. And, and of course, it would be like a label. It would be a label. And- yeah. Like, they, they don't want to rock with real artists. Y'all annoying. Oh F it. I'm going to rock with more. Yo, we're going to make our own shit now. Like, and the crazy thing about it is, too, they be, they be curious, um, like, they, like, these DD um, influencers and shit. So, if the, they're doing that, they most definitely probably going to start doing this with, yo. Now, nah, it's crazy. There's a lot of shit you can do with this, though. It's interesting, but at the same time, like, nah, this, like you said, you can really go down a rabbit hole with this shit. And for our last topic of the day, hold on, let me update the time we got for this Zoom before this joint runs out. But uh, but yeah, this next one, again, let me give credit to uh, the Stay Busy podcast because they have a section um, on their podcast in which they just like they they talk about a business article, a music business article that they had discovered that they feel like it's up for um, up for discussion. And this one right here was absolute madness to me. Hold on, what is the name of that section? Yeah, it's called Half and Half, the segment that they got on the show. And this article is from Rolling Stone, salute to the Rolling Stone. And it basically goes like this. Buying beats for viral songs is becoming a popular, parentheses, and messy business. Uh, Execs are scooping up the beats behind hits 
sometimes without singer's knowledge. Some see the practice as shrewd business, but others say the murky ethics can uh, turn a breakthrough into a nightmare. So pretty much the uh, the inspiration behind this article is the fact that there was this dude named uh, Caleb Hearn. He makes a song that's dedicated to a friend of his that passed away and uh, I guess this hiking accident. The song ends up being called Always Be. It goes viral on TikTok. Millions of views, all of that stuff. The story comes to be because Justin Goldman, who has this publishing company and much more called 94 Sounds, reaches out to Hearn and goes, hey man, I really like your record. I would like to work with you, that stuff. Hearn goes, okay, cool, I appreciate you, thanks, but I have a team, I'm good. But the conversation goes left because when Goldman learned that Hearn had a manager, things worsened when Hearn discovered that Goldman had purchased the beat, underpinning always without the singer's knowledge. So pretty much what's happening is there's people like Goldman that look for songs that go viral online. And then what they do is they will look into what is happening with the beat and whether or not it's owned. And without the artist's knowledge, they purchase the beat for full own rights. And then they go to the artist and go, hey, man, I would love to work with you and we could work out a deal. After the song is made and released. Wow. That is like this business that's been happening now. And it's becoming a new thing because long story short, before AK, I get your opinion. Uh, this dude, Goldman, has done it with two other artists who went viral with the song. Okay. He purchased their beat even after it was made. Okay. And then they've been going back and forth and he hit both artists with copyright lawsuits. Yep. Yep. And then with the Hearn dude in the beginning, the dude re-recorded his hit song under a new beat. And it goes into legalities. This dude actually leased the beat to Always Be for $20. And he actually got a lease for 10 years. But the deal becomes, uh, like, basically gets expired in the event that the song surpasses over 500,000 streams. Mm-hmm. But either way, this dude literally looks for viral songs. He'll contact the producer or producers behind the song. And in the event that the beat hasn't been full out purchased, he buys the beat. Thoughts? First of all, like, 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 I, 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 I just like, how, he's buying the beat through like some beats track shit. And like the, the people don't really know that it's him because he's going on to the false things, like that type of shit. Like, I just want to understand like how he's. He's going, all right, so think of it this way. I, I wish I wish Wills was here, but, like, let's say Wills got a beat from you. Yeah. Right? Let's say Wills got a beat from you. Wills makes the record that goes viral. Yeah. And I'm somebody that looks in the viral songs to get the beat. I'm going to you and going, hey, yo, what's <sighs> happening with that beat? You can tell me, oh, yeah, like, I leased it, whatever, da-da-da-da-da. Got you. I then go to you and go, yo, I want to buy your beat straight up. I got you right now. I got that's you. What's I got you. Like the niggas rapping. First of all, that's some scummy ass shit, yo. Yeah. And that's I, did shit. It, and I did it without Wills' knowledge. And then I go to Wills on some, yo, bro, I want to work with you, da 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 da. And then I break the news to Wills, like, hey, yo, bro, I bought your beat. 
which means I get dibs on songwriting, credit, and all of that stuff. Oh, that's some scummy ass shit. Honestly, again, fuck that nigga. That's all I can say. That's some scummy ass shit. Crazy, nah, bro. Niggas really be finding new ways to be assholes, bro, in this business. That's wild. It's crazy. That's wild. So, so basically, it'd be like, uh, all right. So, for example, I made a song because I, I had to dip out real quick. Yeah, bro. I literally used you and AK as an example. So, Wells, I'll I'll tell I'll tell you it again. Wait, wait. So that'll be like you, right? You the artist. AK's a producer. You connect with AK, you get a beat from him. Let's say you lease it again, right, or something, or you bought it, but it's for like a cheap price, whatever it is, right? I'm looking for a viral song. Your song pops. I go to AK and goes, yo, what's good with that song? He goes, yeah, Wells, yeah, Wells leased the song from me. Leased? I decide to buy it full out. Mm. And then now you basically, you kind of own it, right? Yeah, and then I go to you on some, yo, bro, I'm trying to work with you and try to build. And then I hit you over the head with the fact that, yo, I bought your beat. That's so, crazy. So unless me and you work out a deal, I own your song. Your song's mine, bro. Because I bought the beat versus you renting it. It's basically like, it's basically the difference between somebody buying it and versus you renting it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it's been crazy. like a practice that's been happening recently. That's crazy. And I be, te- I be telling my friends, I mean, they be buying, they be getting beats from producers they know most of the time, but sometimes they get a lot, um, some beats from YouTube. I be telling them, be careful with that. Yeah, bro, because there's a paragraph before it passes back to you. Amateur artists often don't purchase full rights to a beat when they first create a song. Some use an instrumental without any authorization. Others pay a modest fee to license. The music industry uh, prefers the term lease, an instrumental for a specific period of time, and or until the song built around that price of music passes a specific number of music or downloads. These license agreements are typically non-exclusive. So it's possible for the producer to make more music by leasing the same beat to multiple artists at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know niggas do that. Yeah. I know, yeah, I'll be seeing that. But the fact that nigga really outright, <laughs> nah. The fact that you're really going to buy somebody, like, buy the beat, really? go to the artist and rap over the beat, or do whatever it would be, like, yo, yeah, rip with me, but I bought your song, I think it's going to be all good. What the fuck are they expecting? It's crazy, bro. It's like, really what? crazy. I, like, I paused three times while reading the article because I couldn't believe this. Like, what? That's insane. And then, right, to explain Goldman's position, because again, right, we're so used to the fact that, yo, anybody that goes viral or pops up, we used to the whole label chase, right? Yo, I want to sign that artist straight up. But now you got a thing where producers or anybody in the business could just say, all right, I want to look for the producer who made that record. I want to cop that record. And then in this article, that means when this takes place, the artist who originally licensed that beat is suddenly saddled with a new negotiating partner. That partner, in addition to being entitled to songwriting income, now enjoys leverage over the tune itself. They could, for example, charge a crazy rate to extend the license or, depending on the terms of the agreement, revoke it altogether. 
that that's is crazy. crazy. That's crazy. Like, look, look at it. I'm not gonna lie. That just seems as backwards to me because I get it. Like you, you saw a viral song, and you're like, "Yo, I want that shit." And again, not, not this ain't, isn't to take anything away from the producer or whatever, right? Because clearly he made the beat. I believe it was an important part of the song, whatever. But you really do the same effect of you getting. Bro. Yeah, that, they don't make no sense, yo. Bro, it's crazy. It's crazy. And it's another example of how artists get effed over. But that is wild. That's nuts, bro. Like, I feel for them niggas, man. I really do. Especially with the fact that, again, as we wrap up, you made the song. Yo. You made the song and you spent bread on it. And you telling me somebody can outbid me for my record that I made? Nah. That was outbid. They now get credits on my record. They now get, they, they now own, they now put writer on my record. Like, like come on, they fam. Roll it out. They didn't make it. And you're telling me this dude off the rip can basically get the king share of my record? That's Are you telling me if we don't work it out? It ain't just like, all right, well, we're just at the hip. You're telling me he could dead me off my own joint? Off rip? <laughs> yo. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm not going to lie. Like, no, like, that makes me feel like, yo, not even makes me feel, but it makes me like just think about like all the niggas that's like, you know, who probably going to get fucked up now because they, they now found a way around certain shit like this. You feel me? Like, yeah. on the awesome shit. Because like, like, I'm thinking about, I remember like, uh, just throwing out a nigga, I don't remember reason. Like, when he, like, he, when he first dropped his first TDE project, I remember in an interview, he was like, yo, a lot of those them beats, I got that shit off of YouTube, right? Like, I got all them shit off of YouTube or whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm assuming now that maybe because of, like, because he said a lot of those shit were, like, re-released, basically. I'm assuming now, like, probably TDE probably handled all that situation for him, like, so he can own the beats now, whatever, right? But I'm thinking, like, yo, imagine that that wasn't the case. Imagine if just a random nigga, now he, he dropped that shit on, 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 he dropped that shit now, he get big off that shit, then a random nigga just come out of nowhere, hey, oh, yeah, it's all my shit now. <laughs> like, like that, that's really fucking up a whole nigga's momentum on some shit. That's fucking up a whole nigga's like nah career in general. Like that's just some wild shit. And it shows the difference in yo artists out there. If y'all gonna spend some money, y'all better spend it to own that joint and not rent. Exactly. And you need the paperwork. Make sure there's some paperwork. Make sure there's something that says, yo, I by me purchasing this beat from you, this is my beat. This is exclusive. You can't share this because, funny enough, shout out to my guy Carl Lamar, who's been a, a friend and, and new mentor of mine. No, hip hop editor Carl Lamar from Billboard. I was with him yesterday as he was recording some music, and I had told him and his engineer, Mark, salute to him about the story. And he goes, Yo, bro, it's crazy. He's like, You'll be surprised how many times I'll be in the studio working, and there's mad artists who have the same beat. Yeah. Yeah, that. Um, that either though. That yeah. happened. That happened with that happened with Johnny and um, Killer. Well, he calls it Big Dog K. Yeah, or Big Dog K. Word Killer Wells. Well, I know, I know. Yeah. So like, um, like uh, I think a year, two years ago, they both used the same beat, but the song was totally different. Yeah. But and they both got the beat off of YouTube. Sorry. Was it uh? You know, it's crazy. There was a a record Johnny had put out that I knew right away is a YouTube beat, not because of his quality, but I had seen it uh, gain some traction. Mm -hmm. Was it the beat, Wills, if you can hear me, the juice? 
I was saying, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Oh, he didn't come, didn't come yeah, through again. Yeah, yeah, when Wills gets back, I'm going to ask him. Because I remember Johnny at uh, to Juice record. Juice, I got the juice, boy. I got the juice. I remember that record, yeah. That record, the dude who made the record called it something like dedicated to Kobe. Yeah. And it was one of those like popping YouTube beats that I knew mad people was getting their bars off to. Mm-hmm. And that's not a diss to Johnny, of course. Uh, Johnny, yeah, I'm a friend of the Forsyth family. But I remember... Now that we're talking about this, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember thinking, like, yo, I've heard this beat before. Mm-hmm. Like, this is one of those popping um, YouTube beats. Yeah. And I even, even thinking about this shit, too. Like, I know, like, because a lot of, like, um, like, like, a lot of the managers I follow, a lot of the A&R that I follow, a lot of, like, the, the producers I follow on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of them normally will say the same thing, fan, that they don't really be holding on to beats either. Like they say, like yo, like if I have a beat, I'm gonna send it unless you really tell me, yo, I'm gonna make something, like I'm gonna do something with it. You yeah. feel me? Now that's that's what a lot of them be saying. That so they just be sending like the same past yeah. like ten different people, better be the same shit. So like I'm, I'm surprised when niggas be having like the same song, whether if they got this from YouTube, whether they got that shit in the pack from an actual producer. But my thing is just that, like yo, the it, it's it's just the audacity to really have to go do a work around like that. Just a shit on like you know like a, and like an up and coming artist or you know like an amateur artist whatever you want to call them niggas you know what I mean like it just that's that work around us is nasty. It's crazy that that actually happens. But yeah, Will's what I was about to say because when we were talking about the thing, um, yeah, uh, what was it, Will? Um, Johnny, Johnny for his juice record, right? The juice that, record. Yeah, that I don't know if. Uh, him and it Will. was juice. It, it was juice. Yeah, I don't know oh if it was over juice, but um, I remember that beat in general, bro, was a very popular YouTube beat. Yeah, it was extremely popular. So I remember, I think the cover art was the Kobe. That juice one. So when you said about him and Well, I was like, it might have been that. I was just guessing, but I it remember that was, was one of the popular ones. So I know Well's a big Kobe fan too. So. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy, crazy business, bro. I just feel so bad for the artist, man. That's a fact. That's a fact. I really do. But, folks, that is that for episode 145 of the Foresight Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, follow us on the socials at the Foresight Company and at Foresight Company. Visit the website, foresightny.com. Um, happy Black History Month. Congratulations on making it through the first month of the year. Facts. No way safe for the guys up top, for the guys down low. You already know we rocking, man. I, 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 I'll talk to you next time.